0: Let's pray, gracious God. I thank you for just the opportunity to hear um, hear the stories, stories of the beginning, the stories of this church growing and being renewed to the gospel more and more and more. The the story of someone who's recently come in uh, to this church and through and, and been encouraged in their walk, not encouraged to what to do, but encouraged by the fact that there's a God who who pursues them and loves them and has done the work of redemption. Lord, I pray that um, you would continue that good work, that you, by your Spirit, would continue to work through Faith Presbyterian Church to, to draw people to yourself, to um, draw us near to one another. Um, Lord, um, show us uh, where to go next, um, what, what are our talents, what are our gifts as a, as a congregation. And Lord, by your Spirit, help us to move toward one another and to move out into this community and to continue the good work you have called us to. And Lord, we, uh, we pray that by your grace that we would do that until the day of your coming. Lord God, um, we, again, as all we've heard, everything, every testimony that's been given is that we are reliant upon you. And so we look to you for strength, for grace to do these things. Lord, help us to keep looking to you and to every day to pray to you. Help us to pray as you taught us to pray, saying, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven, give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. All right, y'all are nervous. I know we're approaching noon. And I'm just now opening the Bible, but I want us to read. And this is, you see, this, it says homily. That's a short message. That's what that means. I put that in there to rem, just from me. Hey, Grant, you're doing a homily. All right, good. Okay, I remember that. Um, but as I thought about, I, you know, as I asked these men to, to, um, to share their testimony, I knew what they would say. And I'm so thankful that they... Um, thank you for doing that work. Thank you for being... Um, just sharing your life with us and your experience of God's grace through this church. Um, I want to read this because I think this captures what what we are as a church. It, it captures the it, it's it's one of these these uh, passages that are just it's just a beautiful gospel summary. Um, and uh, it not only talks about where we've been, but where we're going as a church. So let's let's read this together. This is Hebrews chapter 10 verse 19. Therefore, brothers, since we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus, by the new and living way that He opened for us through the curtain, that is through His flesh, and since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, Um Three quick things we have been going through the book of exodus and and years ago, I guess it was back in two thousand and eighteen we went through the book of uh, that was one of my first series to preach with Rick as the associate pastor and and we went through hebrews and um, man, if, if you want to understand the Old Testament, look at this book. And this is the summary statement. This is all that, all that the author has said about, about uh, Jesus being the fulfillment of all these Old Testament uh, rituals and, 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 and figures. Jesus um, is the yea and amen to all the Old Testament covenant promises. And we see that here. He's just bringing that to bear, bringing it it into focus that it is God who draws near to his people. He is the one who enters in. He is the one who's made the promises and now through Jesus Christ, he has made it possible. For us to enter into the holy places. Why? Because Jesus shed His blood. Jesus is the atoning sacrifice. He, 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 he gave His life, His flesh, as He says, is the curtain by which we enter in. And so He's just established for, for, um, for almost ten chapters the fact that it's Jesus that's the better sacrifice, that's the better high priest, that's the, the bringer of a better covenant, that's the better... He's just better... He's the answer. And God draws near to His people and makes a way. That's the first thing I want you to see in this text. God draws near to save the people He loves. And He did the work. And I don't have to even say any more than that because it's been said three times over. He did it in the formation of his church, not just the PCA, but in the very beginning. And as he's ascending, he said, "This is go out and and make disciples and baptize, make my church, and I'm going to keep working through my Spirit in the church." He draws near to, to atone for sin and the cross, and He draws near through His Spirit as He continues to build His kingdom in His church. It is Jesus who does that, and you and I are here because He has made the way. He is the greater sacrifice. He is the great high priest. And because of that, we have these commands. Because God draws near to us and makes a way, he, we're encouraged by the author of Hebrews for, for us to draw near. For us to draw near to Him. Let us, 22, draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith. With our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with a pure heart. We can come, not because you have a, you have made your heart pure. We don't come not because your faith is so strong, but because you have been get made clean by the blood of the Lamb. Because you've been given the gift of faith that's sometimes strong and sometimes weak, but its object is sure. And we draw near with confidence. You and I can draw near through prayer and worship and reading the Scripture with great confidence because of what God has done, because we know we are loved, we know we are saved, not because of, as Justin said, not because of your performance, but because of what Jesus has done. And so we draw near. And these are not conditions that you must now meet. These are the conditions met by Jesus on our behalf. All you're called to do is believe it's true and with that faith in what is sure to draw near. Well, how do we do that? We draw near by holding fast to the confession of our hope. And that's... That's, that takes effort, that takes work, that takes strength that's not from you and within ourselves. It takes a strength from God Himself. And it was that strength that, as was shared, that, that led those men in the 60s and 70s to, to hold fast when it cost them something. And to look to the Lord and go, how, how, can, we, how can we endure and, and, keep, and maintain the gospel message in the Presbyterian denomination? And they, they prayed and they wrestled and they, and they held to it. And, and they even had to go to a legal battle to, to keep property. The, the 260 churches that left the PCUS, it, it, was, it was hard. In, in in spiritual ways and in, in in material ways. It was it was difficult, but it was this this strength that comes from God Himself because He's pursuing us, because He's made a way. They were able to hold fast the confession of their hope and, and we as this church are are to continue that that legacy. That legacy has grown from two hundred and sixty churches to over seventeen hundred churches. Across the U.S. and Canada, uh, so many congregations filled with people that hold hold fast to this confession, this truth of of, of the gospel. We're to we're to hold it. We are to. What does that mean to hold to hold fast? Is to is to keep saying it and to keep preaching it and to keep teaching it to our children and to keep on finding rest in. The good news of the gospel revealed through Jesus Christ, given to us in the Scripture. Because God has drawn near to us, we draw nearer to Him. And that's what you're going to hear each and every day, each and every... As we continue going for the next 15 years, people come in weary and tired like Justin. And you probably have similar background. Why, why would I come to church when all it does is make me feel bad? Maybe that was your experience. But here you're going to find out what? You have failed and you are a sinner. But God loves people that loves failures and loves sinners. And makes them His own and renews them into His image as you heard from Rick. You can draw near because Christ has first drawn near to you. And then the third thing I want you to realize is we're called to draw near to one another. We're called to draw near to God and draw near to one another. Look what it says in verse 24. Let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works. Let's keep meeting together. Don't neglect that. Encourage one another. That's why we need the church. That's why why we're celebrating the existence of this, you know, in the scheme of things, in the whole PCA of all of Christendom, this is a very small group of people. In little Anniston. But it's a group of people that have, by God's grace, have done this. Have, have held to the confession. Confessed their hope. Have encouraged one another. Have have continued to meet week after week. And stirred up one another to love and good works. How do you, how do, you do that? How do we do that here at Faith? How will we continue doing that? Not just by, by just saying it. But by stirring up, what does that even mean? <laughs> I mean, I've heard, I remember parents going, y'all, y'all, y'all so stirred up, y'all need to calm down. What does it mean to be stirred up in a good way? <laughs> How do we stir up one another? We keep reminding each other who Jesus is and what He's done for you, and we demonstrate love to one another. We keep loving each other. And I can say what drew me here to this church when I came to do JSU, RUF at JSU, what kept bringing me back to faith was Rick holding fast the confession of our hope every Sunday and the love and support that I felt from this congregation. And I know that we'll continue to cultivate that. That through coming together and hearing one another confess through small groups and one on ones and worship, and then getting the opportunity to love one another and help one another when we have cancer, when there 's a death, when we 're struggling with sin and we're in a, and, and our, our marriages are in trouble when we're just whatever it is when, when, when we can 't find work, but whatever it is, we can come around and love and help and remind each other what 's truly true and that we are secure. In Christ's love, and because of that, we can love one another selflessly, completely. That's what church, that's what the local church is. And by God's grace, that's what this church has been. And by God's grace, it will continue to be. How do we know that God will continue to work the way He has? We'll look at the end of verse 23. For he who promised is faithful. This isn't a celebration of us, it's not a celebration of the PCA. <laughs> it's a celebration of God's faithfulness. Because he is faithful, he will continue to pursue, he will continue to draw near. And give us the ability to draw near to Him and draw dear in love and support of one another. I'm you, That's pretty quick. That did good, right? That's pretty quick. Let's pray. And then prepare to come to the table and find renewal there as well. Let's pray. Lord God, we give you thanks for your faithfulness. We end every service saying, He who calls you is faithful. He will surely do it. You have done it and we give you thanks this day as we celebrate that first meeting of Faith Presbyterian Church. And that every Sunday since, Lord, continue to use us to expand your kingdom, continue to renew us by your grace. Uh, continue to complete the good work you began. And Lord, may we do it all the more as the day approaches. We get closer and closer to you every day. Whether it's graduating through death to, to glory. Or whether it's, it's the day that you will come again in victory. Fully completing your mission. Lord, we, we, approach as we are a day closer than we were yesterday. We thank you that that is our, our, our destiny. And Lord, we pray that You would come. And Lord, in the meantime, give us strength through Your Word to draw near to You, draw near to one another. And give us hope that there is a finish line and You are coming and we will see You face to face. We will see the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Every week, every Sunday, every Lord's Day, we partake of the Lord's Supper. He tells us to do this as often as we gather together in remembrance of him. I invite you all of you who who are who trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, who are members in good standing at a gospel preaching gospel believing church, we want you to come and partake and feed on Christ in a spiritual sense. We believe and we take this meal uh, as a body of believers that we commune with with christ in a spiritual sense and and this is not just merely a memorial but it actually strengthens our faith faith and and it's a means of grace to draw us near and to remind us of how god is draws near to us if you're not a believer if you're not sure where you stand please refrain but take this time to pray and consider that this faithful god who does the work does what it takes to bring his people to himself We'd love to talk to you about it. We'd love to answer your questions. But for those of you who are who, are, who are in Christ, we invite you to draw near. If you sit in these front sections, you're going to come to this table. If you're in this back section, you're going to go be served there. If you're in this back section, you're going to go to the back table and be served. So we're going to go through. You get your elements. We're, we will sit, and then we'll, we'll take them each together uh, as a body. Um, so, please, draw near to the God who's draw first draw near to you On the night in which our Lord Jesus was betrayed, he dined with his disciples. And at that meal, he took bread, and after giving thanks, he broke it and gave it to them. As I, ministering in his name, give this bread to you, he said, Take and eat. This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup, and after giving thanks, he said, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. Drink from it, all of you. Let's pray. Lord God, we thank you for these that we have this opportunity to set aside these common elements for a, a, a holy use. And we thank you that through your word and through your sacrament... You are clearly portrayed as our as our loving, glorious Savior. Lord Jesus, we thank you for your work. We thank you for your work in your church around the world. For thousands of years, your word has gone out and has not returned void. We, we thank you for the way you've done that here in our midst at Faith Presbyterian Church. And we pray for increase, Lord, increase of... of of sanctification of renewal individually and corporately use us as you will and we give you all the glory and all the thanks we pray this in jesus name amen